You're listening to the 109th edition of the Bitachon Podcast. We continue with the Pasuk in Tehillim and Psalms, chapter 17, verse 7. Make clear your kindness, O you Hashem, who saves those who trust in you. It's not so clear exactly how to translate this. means from those who rise up against them. But the Pasuk finishes off, with your right hand. So the Pashtas is, it means, uh, save us, prevent our enemies from hurting us, do this with your right hand. But the Mephorshim that he brings here give an alternate explanation of this idea, which is very important and deep, and in facing off with our challenges, with our enemies, so to speak, we need to understand that everything that comes, everything that happens, is given power by Hashem. Even those negative forces and negative influences in our life, they're given power by Hashem, and that affords us an unusual opportunity, if we understand this. And that is to ask Hashem to take away His power from those forces which are standing up against us. So let's see. He starts off with a small explanation of the Ra ben Ramoch. Hat az The verse before says, Hashem, turn your ear to hear my prayer. When you turn towards my prayer, David HaMelech is saying, King David is asking, God, listen to my prayer. Because those who are my enemies, as we said, they have power from you. Listen to my prayer. They have power through your right hand. Turn away from giving them that power. King David is saying, listen to my prayer. Turn away from giving them power. Bring that power over to the side of good. Why? Because I trust in you. Once again, we have a theme that we have a right, so to speak, to trust in Hashem, ask Him for salvation, in the merit of the fact that we trust Him. Now he brings the Al-Sheikh. Hine Yadua. It's known. That the attribute of God's kindness is connected to His right hand. Now, by definition, Hashem's chesed, His kindness, is something that can apply even to people who don't deserve the kindness. And, and despite the fact that they don't deserve it, they receive the good in this world. Because the right hand of Hashem helps them. There are some people who deserve to have serenity. They deserve to have good in this world. But they're constantly being pursued in their lifetime by forces that aren't good. And these very people, they're tzaddikim, they're righteous, and when they experience negative things, they recognize that it's from Hashem. They trust in Hashem, and they ask Hashem for salvation. So this type of person is called a chayse, a person who trusts in Hashem, who places his faith in God. Interesting. 
David Melch is not asking that Hashem should, should place His kindness upon those who trust Him. This is a different understanding than the previous understanding. They don't need it. The one who recognizes, now this sounds like something maybe we're not interested in, right? But the one who properly recognizes that even the difficulties in one's life are also from Hashem, he's not necessarily looking for blatant, outright kindness from Hashem. Why? Because he recognizes that the negative things are also from Hashem. He finds Hashem everywhere. So David HaMelech is not asking Hashem to give him chesed. And a person like this, who's on this exalted level, he doesn't rebel against Hashem because he has negative experiences. Like we saw previously, a person who recognizes that every single thing he experiences is from Hashem, it's the other way around. He, he's able to withstand negative situations and he's able to see Hashem within the negative situation and see the salvation of Hashem within that situation. So theirs is a very good lot. Right? They have a very good situation. Nothing, nothing can phase them. Nothing can knock them down. But, David HaMelech does request of Hashem, please take away your kindness from those who don't deserve kindness. Why? When it comes to the people who don't deserve it, so those are often the people who are rebelling against Hashem, who are causing damage to those who are trying to fulfill the will of Hashem. So, David HaMelech is saying, okay, I'm not, I'm not asking for kindness for myself, but I do ask that my enemies, that you remove your kindness from them. Because David HaMelech recognizes that these people, by receiving kindness, they are using that very life force that they're receiving from God to rebel against God. So David is saying, look, don't, don't give them that chesed, don't give them that kindness. That's based on the Al-Sheikh. Now let's see some more ideas. The next piece is from the Yaivetz. Amr David HaMelech says to God, Master of the world, you have divine providence. You watch over all of your creations. You provide sustenance for them with your kindness. Make, so in this pshat, it's not like the Alshech. He says, make your kindness great and save those who trust in you. As opposed to that which you do for those who rise up against you. Okay, so he's understanding to mean not those who rise up against you, I apologize, but to mean those who are able to be supported by you through your right hand. Oh, okay, I'm sorry, I'm getting confused. Let's hear what he says before we explain it. Yavis has a different idea. 
he says that Hashem does give power to those, to those who are miskaimim and those who are rebelling against Him. Hashem gives them power. Hashem gives them kindness. He supports them with His right hand, with His hand of kindness. Now, Davon Amalek says, look, if I see that you give kindness and you support and you do good things for those who rebel against you, so I can be assured if those who anger you are given kindness, certainly those who are trying to do your will certainly are going to be supported by you. Like a person takes care of something which is his most prized possession. Right? We, those who are depending on Hashem, those who are trying to do His will, those who are tzadike hakadosh baruch hu, the righteous ones of Hashem. If you support all of those people, if you take care of those people, certainly we should be supported. We should be taken care of. The Avid says that this is a hint to that which the Rambam states that we have many nations of the world, right? We have 2 billion Muslims, we have a billion Christians. Jewish people, 15 million. How many are we? We're a very small nation, right? But why is there all of this, all of these great nations all around? They are there because they are like the chaff. They're kikon of our mites. They're like the chaff of the wheat. They're like the stalk of the wheat. The wheat, which is very small, but very precious, in order to grow, requires to have a chaff, requires to be protected from the elements, requires to have a stalk which brings up the sustenance from the ground. But the point of them all is the wheat. The point of the chaff, the point of the stalk is the wheat. Right? So, if HaKadosh Baruch Hu does kindness with the chaff and He does kindness with the stalk, certainly Hashem will do kindness with the wheat, which is the essence of of mankind, which is the tzaddik, the righteous one, which is the Jewish people, the people of Israel. Now he brings a Rabbi Yosef ibn Yechia. The Pasuk before says like this, I called you, you answered me, Hashem. You must save me, because I trusted in you. There's an, when someone is great, when someone is a gadol, when someone, let's say there's a very hush of person, a very important person, if I come to this person, I ask him to help me, to save me. So it's an embarrassment if he could save me and he doesn't save me. It looks bad for him. So this is what King David is saying to Hashem, as it were. When I called to you in my prayer and I said, listen to my prayer. Listen to my, my supplication. I was, I was absolutely sure. I trusted in you that you would answer me. And therefore, also, when I, when I prayed to you and I said, Listen, listen, Hashem. Listen to my, to my righteousness. Or listen righteously to me. And listen to my words. So this... This type of prayer is a recognition of the bitachon that I have, my, my faith, that you will save me. 
it's absolutely certain for me that you will, you will take care of me. I have no, I have no doubt that you'll save me. Here's our Pesach. What it means to say is that since I trusted in you, Look, when, I, when I've done something wrong, you can't erase it. It requires a cleansing process you know, to get rid of the stain that I put upon my soul by doing the sin. Right? So we can't avoid that. Nevertheless, saying, I have sinned. I've done wrong. But I'm asking you for a miracle. I'm asking you for something which is unbelievable. I'm asking for you to use your incredible kindness. To, to help me and to save me. So he's saying a different shot in the Miskamimim. What does it mean, Miskamimim? It doesn't mean my enemies, those who are evil. It means me, the evil inside of me, the wrong that I have done, which really deserves a proper retribution. David Amalek is saying, I know that my power to sin, hear this, my power to sin is not stronger than your power to forgive. Hear this language again. My power to sin is not stronger than your power to forgive. Ah, there's lots of bugs here. Your kindness is amazing. It's awesome. It can save me. It can save me from, the, from the, my deserved punishment. Your awesome ability is much greater your ability to forgive is greater than my ability to sin. He brings down on the bottom of the page. There's a, an awesome thing here. Rav Desler writes in his Sefer Mikhtamelio, the topic of Rosh Hashanah, God created this corresponding to that. We can learn from the side of, of evil to the side of good. We can understand something from Paro. Paro was someone who had tremendous courage in a negative sense. He had tremendous courage. He faced off with God. He closed his heart. He, he, he made his heart to be absolutely closed. He hardened his own heart to the point that he went to sleep at night on the night of Makis Bechoros. He knew that his firstborn son would die and he knew he was the firstborn son. He went to sleep that night without any, uh, without any problems. He didn't have a problem falling asleep. We see the power, we can see from the power of Tumah, of impurity, something we can, we can learn from there to the power of purity. How much it's possible for a person to trust, even in the face of negative situations. From the extent of the sin of power, we can learn 
We can also see from the obstinance of Paro and the negative results of his sins how much on the other side, when we do what's right, how much Hashem wants to forgive us and to, and to bring good into our lives. Again, the same exact line that we said before. It's impossible that the power of a sinner to sin is greater than the power of Hashem to forgive. Okay, so that's a powerful, a powerful message. And, and that's what this Pasuk is teaching. Do something awesome, which is to forgive me, despite the fact that I don't deserve it. Last point. It's from the Panimi office. We have here an explanation for what it says in Tehillim. It doesn't say Hashem saves those who trust Him with your right hand from those who come against them. Like we said before, we're going to have a similar idea to what we said before. This is a very powerful way of thinking about the challenge that our enemies those who rise up against us they don't have power on their own it's from a spark of holiness that fell into them that's how they have power well that doesn't sound very good what so God is giving power to evil to destroy us since the power comes from, from Hashem Himself, that's how the enemy has power. We have to be assured that those who love Him have a greater power. We will be able to overcome our enemies. This is what it means. The Pasuk is saying that how do our enemies have power? It's from your right hand. That's how we can be absolutely certain that Hashem will save us. He brings here again in the notes, Ayin Sham Shabir Bizal brings us back to, to Paro. Pasuk says that, that Paro, Hashem tells Moshe, Rabbi, Hashem tells Moses, Paro is going to be hard of heart. I will strengthen his heart, meaning I am giving him the koch to deny the Jewish people their freedom. We need to understand why did Hashem tell him that at the beginning? It was so that he wouldn't be afraid of Paro being stubborn and not allowing the Jewish people to leave. Where does that audacity, that stubbornness come from of Pharaoh? It comes from Hashem Himself. That power comes from Hashem. So, you can be assured. It was important for Moshe to know that from the beginning. That his stubbornness was something that Hashem put in him. And that it wouldn't ultimately stop Hashem from bringing about the salvation of the Jewish people. Bringing their exodus. So it's a very powerful message, a powerful tool 
recognizing that our, our very difficulties in life are from Hashem. The power that our enemies have over us is from Hashem. But what that really means is we need to strengthen ourselves in our trust of Hashem. We need to strengthen ourselves in our tefillah, in our request of Hashem, that the power be taken away from our enemies, that the power be given over to those who indeed trust Him. Thank you so much for listening. See you again next time.